the end of the story that Larry read, what the principal had been doing was disrespecting the teacher's time by going off track and telling personal stories. So they'd be in a meeting and he would wander and tell some personal anecdote, some memory. But it was really hard for the teachers to describe just just the actions because we are so quick to evaluate and judge. Namaskar. 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 I bow. Sanskrit. It's a common Indian greeting, East Indian, Pakistani, and it means I bow, the act of bowing. And the deeper meaning is I bow to a universal, hard to translate, consciousness. Some of you may take yoga and be more familiar with namaste. And namaste, also common, means I bow to you and momentarily open up your theology. I bow to the divine within you. But it is more specific. And namaskar, which is more common out in the public, out of when you pass someone on the street or go to their house, is I bow to the universal, universal everything I see in you. So I tried to make the case a few weeks ago about universalism, and we're using the word love. And as I struggled with this theme for this month, we don't choose them, we elect them by... Uh, there's a group of Unitarians who come up with the themes and allow us to subscribe to them. So we're kind of, unless we want to invent our own, stuck with it. And so I consider a spiritual practice if a word strikes me as awkward to go, okay, <laughs> I'll try and see what might be in that and what keeps me from saying that word has value. You know, respect. What an old-fashioned term is that? And, oh, I love the Internet. And when you look up the definition of words, some of the websites actually give you metadata so you can see how often the word has been used. And does it surprise us that respect is no, no longer in as much use as it was back in the 1850s, which is where the chart I saw began? And it struck me as, you know, what a wimpy word, respect, accept, tolerate, love, that's powerful. So my sermon is actually to say I've come to deeply understand that respect is of value and is the driver, more so than love perhaps, of what it means to be a universalist, what it means to bow to the universal whatever you want to call it, consciousness, whatever we have in common, the mystery that makes us human beings. And since we're Unitarian Universalists, we'd go farther than human beings. 
because we have respect for the interdependent web of life, which includes inert things and all sentient beings. So we ask ourselves to respect them. And respect means to look again, take a second look. So I I separate it between accept and tolerance. I was going to tell you a whole history of, of tolerance, how that word climbed through our history, starting with this amazing moment in Hungary, Transylvania, when the queen, husband just died two weeks before she gave birth to her son, John, and the Calvinists, the Catholics, the Lutherans, and the Unitarians are all in Transylvania, not getting along as you might imagine. This is right at the Reformation. And she does something extraordinary. Queen Elizabeth, and I'm going to mispronounce it, Yagalon, puts forth the Edict of Tolerance which says, you all must accept that other people have different beliefs and make room for them. And that's what I think about tolerance and acceptance. It's about making room for someone. So hopefully our hospitality and and our empty seats means we're making room for people who we don't know need us and are willing to come up the hill. And I'll tolerate your beliefs. I'll make room for them. But... I'm going to make the case that the next step is respect. And respect involves sitting next to that empty space and getting to know that person. (coughs) It means as the teachers struggled to simply describe what the principal was doing, it's about using our observation, asking questions. Tell me why you tell all those stories. What, What is it that you need to say to us that those stories... Why are they important for us to hear them? He may have a need that no one has bothered to ask, but we're quick to make judgments, make room, or or dismiss people. And respect means looking again. And it uses all those values that we have of intelligence and curiosity, scientific inquiry. So respect involves all of that. So not just making room, but a willingness to find out more. I wanted to tell you a lot more about the poverty simulation that we had yesterday, but I will make the case that there were about 50 of us, plus some outsiders who came. So 50 hopesters who experienced um, a month crammed into about an hour of what it might mean to navigate not having enough income and having to make split-second decisions. And I love you all. You all are the most upstanding, upright, fabulous group of people I know. But, myself included, when our backs are against the wall, we act like the rest of humanity. We stole. We, we cut in line. We disrespected the police. We skipped school. We sassed. We were thieves. And when we had a circle and talked about uh, what was that like and people shared, uh, so everyone took on a persona, the one comment that I heard that, that has stuck with me most deeply is that 
to be honest, can be an incredible luxury. And I haven't processed how does respect, is respect a luxury? (laughs) Some say yes. So we have more exploration of respect. But namaskar, I bow to you. May it be so. We give away our plate. That's one of our versions of respect. And this month it goes to Meals on Wheels Give Generously. 